and welcome to Hobby Chat. So, earlier today we recorded our proper intro. So, um, but now I'm going to record my dad in his Lego hobby. Hello. Hobby Chat fame. So, here's my first question. How long have you been interested in Legos? I got my first Lego when I was three years old. It was a little camera crew set, so that would have been 1987. So I have been interested in Lego for over 30 years. Wow. Um, what is your favorite thing about Legos? I love just the ability to create whatever I want. I love imagining things and putting them together. and. It's also just very restful to me. I know the world of Lego very well, so it's a a place I can go to relax. So you enjoy the creative process? Yes. Do you have any friends with the same interests in Lego? I have a lot of friends that I have um, had the pleasure to meet through the Lego hobby. So there are a variety of friends that I've met at conventions. I have met friends online. I write for a publication called Blocks Magazine, and most recently I've gotten to work directly with Lego on their first ever book, Lego book for adult fans. And so I have, yes, made a lot of friends through the years through my Lego hobby. Okay, so we're going to skip a question just at the moment because you mentioned Blocks and a Lego book. So what other projects and have you done in that field? Well, so six years ago in 2015, I was asked to join the staff of Blocks Magazine, which is a third-party publication that a group of us fans put together each month. And so I do a whole host of things for them. I do writing on various subjects within the Lego world. I also do reviews of new products. I do a lot of building for them doing different projects, showing people how to modify sets or build their own creations. And then in light of my work with that, I was eventually asked to write this book called The Secret Life of Lego Bricks for Lego. And um, that has involved me getting to interview a whole bunch of people who work for the company and getting to write about what I found there. It's been really interesting. That is really cool. Um, So, how much research have you done in the Lego world? Oh, I have done so much research through the years. So, for the just for the book, which has been in the last three to four months, I have done over fifty interviews. But before that, I have read um, hundreds of hours of information and looked into things and tried to get answers. I have relationships with people, some of Lego's own corporate historians who have, they have their whole big official corporate archive and all sorts of things like that. And so I've been able to collaborate with them to get information and all sorts of things like that. So yes, I have done a lot of research and work and time spent. Um, what can be done virtually in the Lego world? Lots of things can be done virtually in the LEGO world, actually. So there are programs, software that you can get, both from the LEGO company and then also some have been developed by 
fans or other third parties where you can design Lego models digitally. So there are, they call them, uh, one of the oldest ones is Lego Digital Designer or LDD, but there's a variety of others out there now where you can, every brick that's ever been created is digitally rendered in there and you can put them together and build models within the, the software. So software that makes an unlimited amount of Lego pieces. You got it. And then you can even, some of them will allow you to export it, create instructions, and even create parts lists so that you can buy all the pieces and build them in the real world. But me personally, I've, I've tried them. I've tried them a few times and I just can't make the transition over to digital bricks. I have to have the tactile experience of holding them in my hands and actually building with them. So I, while it would be lovely to have an unlimited supply of bricks, in the digital space, I just can't do it, so I have to actually buy the bricks and build them physically. And wouldn't doing that too much give you eye strain because of like um, eyes drying because of like um, your you blinking less? Could very well be yes. That uh, I, I have eye strains from time to time if I look at a screen too much. So, but I've never stuck with it long enough to get to that point with the Lego digital software. What? But I imagine it could be a problem. What tools are helpful? Like brick separators? Oh yes, I have several hundred brick separators and I it's kind of funny, I keep them all over the basement. My rule is that I, if I'm in the basement working on a Lego project, whether I'm at my photography table or over my workspace or over one of the shelves, I should never be more than three feet from brick separator. And I've got them spread so many places that that is uh, turned out to pretty much be true. Yeah, um, I once that you once told me that in the basement you're you're usually never no more than um two steps away from a brick separator it's true usually one's within arm reach even if i'm sitting on the floor so there are brick separators on the floor there are some brick separators on the floor as i have found very painfully when i have stepped on them from time to time yeah that can happen um, what are the long-term benefits? Well, the longest-term benefit is just I enjoy doing it and it's fun and relaxing and adds to my quality of life. It's also a point of connection for me with both friends, as we talked about earlier, but also family members, my own kids, like you. Yeah. I enjoy building with you guys, so that's really fun. So it's, it's a, a point of connection. Is definitely a major benefit and then there's also a, a long-term monetary value lego sets are a toy that by and large increase in value as they get older so you um, are getting a real asset that will probably become worth more than it was when you bought it so if i ever needed to sell all the legos to get some quick money i could make a fair amount okay um what skills have you gained in the field of lego well, uh, my love of Lego as a kid was what really got me into math and science and taught me that I really enjoyed designing and building things, which put me on the course to being an engineer, which is what I am in my regular job, and I enjoy that very much. And there's also the benefits of just tactile learning and understanding how things fit together and things of that nature stuff like that so that so that was two more long-term benefits a couple more long-term benefits it yeah. can teach you what you like and um just um it can like 
Um, I've also noticed that it helps me work with geometry a bit. Yep, yep. Math and geometry, how things fit together, divisions, things like that. And then for me also, because of doing so much writing, a long-term benefit for me is I've gotten to be a better writer. Okay. I cringe when I look back at my early articles. They were not very good. What do you think others can enjoy about Lego? I think they can enjoy the same thing as me. I mean, there's a lot. Lego's done a lot of licensing now, so if you're into Star Wars or supercars or things like that, you can get models based on your other interests. And then it's also um, with the conventions and stuff. It's just fun to all hang out together. So that's something that people can get out of it too. What does Lego do to your everyday schedule? <laughs> Consumes all my free time. <laughs> Uh, I'm in the very fortunate position of my my interest and my hobby has very much become a paying gig, if you will. So I, I spend a lot of my time, especially now with writing the book, I am constantly, constantly writing and thinking about Lego. So it um, takes up a lot of my free time. But when I eventually retire from writing about it, I will have a whole bunch of pieces that were purchased for different projects that I'll be able to use on my own stuff, which will be fun. What are the pros and, con and cons of Lego? Well, I think we've talked a lot about all the pros in terms of connections and it's restful and lots of fun. You can build worlds, um, you can enjoy it with your kids, things like that. I'd say the, the biggest con is it's expensive. Lego is a premium product. Uh, it's very well designed, very high quality, uh, so you have to pay a lot for it. So it can be a little costly. So you need to... Oh, and storage. Storage is rough sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, didn't you see a meme that was like, what do we want? More Lego. Where, when do we want it? Right now. Where will we, will we put it? We don't know. Yeah, that's that's pretty much true. Pretty much true. Um, so some cons are it can cost um, a bit of money, so you need to save some money for it. Um, and it's hard to store, especially if it's crackled, I Craggled. Craggled, yes. I've gotten a few things off of eBay and yard sales that have been glued or craggled, and that is makes it even harder to store. It's very hard to store Lego sets assembled. They tend to break and take up more space. So putting it in bags like what you do is the I best I usually solution. take all my sets apart and store them in bags, yes. In the attic. In the attic. Um, so that was the last question. Is, are there any other things you'd like to talk about? I don't think so. It's been a delight to talk with you. Those were some great questions. Thanks for having me on your podcast. You're welcome. I, try, I tried to um, make it so that it would, they would, I wouldn't have to change them every time a new interview came up. Well, that makes good sense. Looks like you succeeded. Good job. Thank you. I will see you later, Hobby Chat fans. Goodbye. Stay, Stay snappy. snappy.